the path doesn't have to be straight. We have enough information that we can Value courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson. Welcome to We Get Real AF. I'm Sue Robinson. And I'm Vanessa Alava. Please remember to show us some love by subscribing, rating, and commenting on the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And today we are really excited to introduce everybody to our wonderful associate producer, Flo Lumsden, who is going to be joining us and she has some exciting news to share. Yes, I'm going to be beginning a new short segment called Flow in the Know, and it is your place to go for the coolest news, opinions, and factoids from your friend, Flo. Woohoo! Yay, Flo! Yay. <laughs> So Flo's going to be keeping us all up to date on all the cool new things that are going on in the world of science and tech. And we're so excited to have your voice here with us on the show, Flo. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, today we're going to be talking about the cool new kid on the block in the world of social media, and that is the Clubhouse app, which for those of you who are not familiar with it, is a social audio app where you can go and talk with anybody around the world who's part of this app about just about any topic. Exactly. Social audio is like the it girl right now, and Clubhouse seems to be the leader of the pack with a lot of other social audio networks coming out uh, following their release as of last year. And uh, invite only is pretty exclusive. They're still trying to work out through some kinks, um, but very interesting technology. And we're going to just try to dip into all of the uh, likes, dislikes and opportunities that it's going to afford people. And I'm so here for this conversation because I've been spending hours on Clubhouse <laughs> and I don't regret it. I'm into it. <laughs> it's, it's adding value to my life. You're embracing the new and different. And, you know, I've been on it for about maybe a month now. I think, Vanessa, you and I joined about the same time. And Flo, you joined right after us. And I have to say, it is fascinating. It is also a major, it can be a major time suck. And, and I can see it becoming kind of an addictive thing because it doesn't matter what your interests are. You can find people out there to talk to about and uh, at all times of the day, 24-7. I think to give like a high level, we need to kind of set the tone as to what Clubhouse is. And I think that each of us can maybe even give like our own little description, right? Like for me, I can start us off. I kind of, I kind of explain this even to family, like it's AOL chat rooms meets podcasts meets conference speaker events meets LinkedIn. It's like the intersection of all of those, but all through audio. That's kind of like how I like the high level. What's Clubhouse? This is what it is. How do you guys explain it to people? For me, it's a place to hear unscripted, unrecorded, fresh, pretty authentic conversations with anybody in the world. So it's just like this big, this big chat room, I guess, is how I would describe it. I love those descriptions. I was really challenged to come up with a succinct way to explain it to my godmother, Mary, who is the CEO of Cumulus, because I was trying to get her to try it out. And... I described it to her as interactive radio or a live podcast or a combination of the two because it's live, it's audio only, and it feels like a podcast, but with a lot of 
cool people. Like a lot of engagement. So right now, we said it's invite only. It's only also available on Apple phones, the iPhone. So you download it through the app as you would any other app. However, you have to have an invite from someone who's already established on the app itself. And the invite is sent through text message via your phone number. It's not via email. It's not via any other social media right now. It's literally they have to have your phone number in order to send you the invitation. Right. And then you log in and you have to sign up under your actual name. So and you can't be a brand. You can't be a company. It has to be an actual individual who's associated with that phone number. I think they let you change your name one time. And after that, that's your name forevermore. So the idea, again, is to try to foster really authentic conversations between real people and not have a place for just larger organizations to spread their message or their branding or their advertising. Um, And I think that's part of, of why people are really drawn to it is because you're having a real conversation with real people. Within the Clubhouse platform, there are different clubs. You can set up a club and it's any topic in the world that you think would be interesting. And then you can invite other people from within the platform to join your club. And then inside of the club, you set up rooms or somebody else can set up a room, which is basically just a topic of conversation. Exactly. And when you, when you first sign up, it'll ask you a series of questions, right? Like um, your name, your, uh, it'll ask you to set up your Twitter and your Instagram accounts because one of the little things that we'll talk about later, likes and dislikes, you cannot communicate with someone as far as a a private message directly to that individual uh, within the app itself. You can go outside of the app into a different app, such as your Twitter or Instagram, and DM each other from there. So those are the two handles that automatically integrate and attach to your profile if you allow uh, it to do so. Um, Also, it's all based on algorithms. So you can search for interest. So any interest that you have, and it has different categories. And the more interest that you put in, the more Clubhouse will adapt to you and serve you best. Um, it'll give you uh, different recommendations for clubs to follow, people to follow. And the more people you follow, again, the better it serves you because it'll show you more people that have the same type of interest, more clubs, <laughs> more rooms to join, etc. And it can be very overwhelming because there are rooms going on 24-7 simultaneously in all of these interests that, that you might have selected to be part of your profile. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and it's it like when you're when you're listening to like somebody explain it, you're like, what the heck? But when you're in it, you'll see. And it is a lot. And to Sue's point earlier, it can be very time consuming because you have so much information coming at you at once. And like, oh, I, I can join this room. I can join that room. Or that sounds like an interesting topic that I'd like to just listen in on. Or I could participate as a speaker. I can raise my hand in a room and somebody can bring me to the floor. Like at a conference where there's panelists, there's going to be moderators in each room. And then if you wanted to ask a question, Question, you'll raise your hand, they'll select yes, bring that person up to the quote unquote floor, and you can interact and engage with those SMEs, if you will, so subject matter experts in that topic. That's been a really exhilarating, fun thing for me to do lately, whether it's a small group or a big group. I've spoken to some pretty cool people, I've shared my opinion. And, you know, in that way on Clubhouse, we can all be influencers, we can join the conversation and share our opinions. It's really cool. Yeah. So to break it down for you guys again, because this is probably confusing (laughs) until you get into the app itself. But once you join Clubhouse, you can pick certain topics that are of interest to you. 
you can enter the room, you'll automatically be on mute when you go into that room. But you'll see on your phone all the people who are in that room with you. You'll see their profile picture. There's three sections in a room. There's the moderators, who are the ones running the discussion. There's speakers, who are people who just joined the conversation and raised their hand. There's a little icon on your phone that you can do that and have come up to, quote unquote, the stage to speak. And then there's the audience, who is all on mute. Um, And these conversations, some of them go for hours and hours and hours, Some of them go for days, and some of them are, you know, time to just start and end at a specific time. But it's blown up in particular because Elon Musk was on there, um, Randy Zuckerberg was on there recently, Joe Rogan was just on there speaking about some stuff. So literally, you could go into a room and talk to a celebrity and hear their opinion on whatever the topic in that room is. So, But really, what I find interesting isn't so much the celebrities as just hearing from People who are super smart and, and engaging. For example, I've joined some clubs and some rooms on um, artificial intelligence and robotics and ethics and uh, med tech. And some of the people in these rooms are just truly experts in these fields. And it's it's like attending a masterclass or a TED Talk while you're on your treadmill <laughs> listening. I agree with you, Sue. And the thing about this is, and we talk about influencers and in their reach to be so relatable and authentic to everyday people. And the challenge with celebrities now, you know, celebrities are now wanting to have that type of connection with everyday people, with their fans. So you see a lot more of them engaging on like Instagram live videos and showcasing the behind the scenes of their lives, you know, not just this uh, person on screen. And it may not be, uh, you know, for, for us, like, oh, okay, Oprah, for me, yes, Oprah. I would love to be in a room with Oprah, Brene Brown. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But yeah, Oprah, Brene Brown, Drake, uh, John Mayer, all of these people have Clubhouse accounts. And the fact that they can interact and engage as an everyday human, like they don't give preference. You know, Twitter, you see Twitter and you have that, like, that blue authenticating like uh, check mark if somebody is like a celebrity. There's nothing like that on Clubhouse. The only way to to verify that somebody is really who they say they are as far as a celebrity goes is if they, they've attached their Instagram or their Twitter accounts and you're like, oh yeah, it's the real person. But it levels out the playing field, right? It like puts these people in a, in a position to actually have relatable everyday conversations with their fans and reach them in a completely different way, which I think is really going to revolutionize the way we communicate with one another and the opportunities even for brands eventually once this, uh, the floodgates open, as we say. So I think that's cool. That is so cool. And I think everyone already knows this, but I think it's worth repeating that sometimes we feel like we're going through our own kind of lonely experience, but everyone, even celebrities are feeling lonely and disconnected and struggling because they can't perform, they can't go speak, they can't meet people. You know, they're many of them are big extroverts and I'm an extrovert. So like we all just want to connect and it's an opportunity to connect in a way that is authentic but also not so intimidating or difficult as being on video. Mm-hmm. So it's very intimate hearing someone's voice and you can kind of come up with your own idea about where they are, what they're doing or they can tell you, they can paint that picture. And it's, it's just a thing I think everyone's really gravitating towards because of the pandemic. And I'm really appreciative of it for that reason. And the other thing I think um, is, is really cool about it, Flo and Vanessa, is like you might have an interest that you would love to talk with people about, but it's such a niche interest that you may not know anybody in your 
physical proximity that you can sit down and talk with. And finding the time to arrange a meeting of people to talk about that subject probably won't ever happen. But if I'm interested in 17th century medieval whatever philosophy, I could look on Clubhouse and find somebody in Istanbul who's talking about that right now, you know, and so I could jump in and talk about that. So I think that it's a way to learn about things that you might not have the opportunity to otherwise. Absolutely. Another thing that I love about it is that at least right now in the present that when we're talking about it today, (laughs) it is so welcoming. It's such a welcoming community. It is such a great way to educate yourself, get to know people from all over the world, uh, talk about, you know, Again, to your point, Flo, we're all we've all experienced some type of loneliness and human connection. We crave it. We read an article. We circulated this article before we did this recording and we'll link it. But it talks about this being kind of like the Goldilocks medium, which I really liked because it's saying like text isn't enough. Videos like a little too much. But this is kind of like the just right. The porridge is just right. It's just enough. And to your point, Flo, like hearing someone's voice is super intimate and you miss that. You miss that human connection right? It's almost like a, if you can't have touch, this is the next best thing. It's really broken out in the last two weeks. I wish it had been popular even months ago, because I think this would have been an amazing platform for conferences and networking events, because, you know, people like to get a sense of someone is before they're interested in hiring them or working with them. And this is, I think, the second best option to going and meeting people in person. So what tips would you guys have for anybody who's gotten, who's listening to this podcast, has gotten an invite to Clubhouse, is going to sign on? Like, what are your newbie tips that you think would be helpful? I would say not to fear it. And the more people I talk to, they're like, oh, yeah, I have an invite, but I just haven't had the, like, that's just, again, it's another layer. To take it in pieces, you can just very easily listen to this, like talk radio. You can go into a room and place yourself in the audience and just listen and learn and you can multitask. And I think that's the beauty of what, like when we started the podcast, that was the beauty of the podcast is that people can multitask and do other things while they're listening and consuming content. This is in the same respect. However, if you find that while you're listening, because you get really excited listening and like the passion, like the energy translate from per- translates from person to person, if you wanted to raise your hand, you can and you can engage. But I guess that's my main, my main tip is to not fear it. Like get mm-hmm. in and go ahead and claim your name because if somebody has the same name as you, you know, that whole thing. So go ahead and claim your name and just tiptoe in. So that's my main tip. And then my second biggest tip is that it will notify you every five seconds if you do not change the setting upon creating your profile because it's automatically set to, I think, frequent. This Again, literally, this thing, it doesn't stop. It's on all the time. So having frequent notifications can can add to like stress, a, a stress. It could be a stressor. Like it's like constantly blowing up your phone. If you select infrequent or very infrequent, you're still going to get notifications. So that would be my second tip. And then I have another one, but I'm going to let Flo talk because I've talked a lot. <laughs> you can connect your social media to your profile. And I would highly recommend you do that as soon as possible, because even if you're just listening in a room, passively kind of getting a hang of what Clubhouse is, people can look at your profile and decide to follow you and you could get some cool new followers that way or connect with folks. So um, definitely connect your social profiles, however, whichever ones you want to promote on the app. I, I liked what you said, Vanessa, about 
turning off notifications. I did that too, because the first few days, it was like drinking from a fire hose. There was just so much interesting content that was blowing up my phone. And and I do think people get sucked down the rabbit hole and they spend hours and hours and hours on there because I've heard them say that. And I always think, gosh, how does this person have that kind of time? And my guess is they probably don't. Right. <laughs> it's probably going to come back to get them. So um, agree. Definitely turn off the notifications. But it is a great, I think it's a great way for us all to be connecting in a time when we can't be um you know, together in person. And even when the world goes back to normal, we still wouldn't be able to have these kinds of conversations with people on the other side of the world who are fascinated by the same things we are. So take advantage of it and learn. The other tip I was going to recommend um, if somebody's like, oh, you know, I know I need to uh, d- kind of decrease these notifications, but I want to be alerted when certain people talk. This is a great tip. And I didn't know about it until I watched a YouTube video. If you're on someone's profile and you decide to follow that person, you will see a little bell next to like their name and their profile picture kind of to the right. If you click on the bell, you can select for the app to notify you anytime that person is in a room talking or being or um, participating in a room. So there's like, again, a frequent, like an always, never, you know, in, in, in between of those things. Um, but it'll alert you. So I always do that now. Like if it's someone that I definitely wanted to want to be notified that they're in the room participating in some fashion, I'll just change it on their profile. Hey everybody, Sam McLean here from InPhase Audio, audio producer and editor for the We Get Real AF podcast. I'm so glad to be a part of this podcast, encouraging women and girls to step into emerging technologies and celebrating the accomplishments of those who do. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at McLean Sounds or check out my website, inphase.biz. Thanks for listening. So those are some of the things that we really like about this platform, but there's also some glitches and some things that we think could be improved. And I think we should share those with you guys as well. And of course, this is still in beta. It's still evolving. And I'm I'm pretty sure Clubhouse is aware of the things that they need to improve. And so it's, it's a work in progress. But as of this recording, You cannot, as Vanessa referenced at the beginning of our conversation, you cannot have a direct conversation with somebody inside the platform. I mean, technically, you could start a room and just invite that person and make it a closed room. But in general, you can't DM people. You have to leave the platform and go to either Instagram or Twitter. Right now, those are the only two social platforms, I think, outside of Clubhouse that link to it to continue the conversation or to build a relationship. So I think that's a little odd that you have to get out of the Clubhouse ecosystem for having those ongoing connections with people. And I wonder if they will change that at some point. I think it's kind of a good thing from someone who's always trying to build up their Instagram and Twitter following. Mm. I don't I don't mind it because one, it encourages you to connect on another platform where you can follow each other and support each other to you're taking that relationship off of the app into the real world. You know, Clubhouse is an insular thing you have to be invited to. You have to have an iPhone. Maybe in the future, it'll be different. But for now, I think it's it's cool to take those connections out into a more public forum where you can more publicly like support each other and connect. I agree with you, Flo. I, I understand that piece of it. But I also am like on the, on the other hand or the flip side, Usually, if I'm connecting with somebody on one platform, I try to find them on all the other platforms just to see what they are doing. Now, it might not be uh, an organic thing for some people. Um, so I could see where you're saying we're like, yeah, I like that because maybe I wouldn't have done that before. But I think for me, at least, that was that's something that I would like organically do regardless. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. Um, I had a few different things that I'm like really itching for them to kind of... <laughs> 
get out of their beta and fix. Searching for rooms. There is no search feature for the rooms itself. So I'm just going to backtrack. And I know this is going to seem very repetitive, but this is such a new thing that I think that we're covering so much that it's okay to bear repeating, okay? You have the club, hence the name Clubhouse. A club that serves a, a, a certain demographic or interest or topic or whatever, what have you. You, have, you can follow that club. You can create rooms under that club with the proper permissions. You can search for clubs, but you cannot search for the rooms that that club starts. So when you initially get into the app after you have, you know, created your profile and all that, you're going to be what's in called, they call it the hallway of everything going on in Clubhouse that caters to the algorithm has learned you a little bit and knows what you want to see or things that you'd be interested in. Within that hallway, there could be thousands upon thousands of rooms, as we just said, different things going on. You cannot search those. And do you know how many events happen? Like at the same time, like literally one o'clock, <laughs> there's like 10,000 events that like start populating. And depending on how much you've put into your profile and like, oh yeah, I'm interested in travel. I'm interested in food. I'm interested. Multiply that times like a hundred. You cannot search rooms. You literally have to just scroll and scroll and scroll. So I think that that feature needs to happen sooner rather than later. Number two, we just mentioned it's on Apple phone or iPhones only. Um, it needs to be available across all uh, phones and a desktop version. Oh my God, I want a desktop version so badly. Um, yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. And then the final one that we've talked about right now, you cannot record in a room per their written rules and um, what uh, etiquette, right? Um, because they're big on etiquette. However, you can be in a room with the founders and they, they participate in rooms all the time. And they have verbally said that as long as you have permission from the people participating, at least on the speaker floor, that you can record and you just have to let everyone know. I don't know. I'm a little hesitant about that. However, I'd like for them to update their rules and regulations slash etiquettes to say 100% yes to recording and have that, you know, be facilitated in a way where people still feel comfortable sharing their their voice, which right now I think, again, is that part of the essence that makes Clubhouse Clubhouse, it not mm -hmm. being recorded. Um, so anyway, those are three right now off the bat that I have that I really hope that they, um, they fix searching rooms being number one. Yeah. And I do think that part of the reason for not allowing recordings is because they do want this to be a very open, free place for people to feel very comfortable speaking. But it would be cool if they even had like a second section of Clubhouse. That's all recordings are allowed in this region of the clubhouse or something like that, um, because there are incredible ideas and such great learning content that is disappearing into the ether as soon as it's spoken. I can see us recording a podcast on clubhouse mm -hmm. in the future, Yeah, you know, and we can edit it, but it'll be so fun to have all those different contributors and conversations. Absolutely. Exactly. I think for businesses, as this becomes like open to the masses and they start brands start to see opportunities to monetize, I think that there's going to have to be something that gives there because there are opportunities to repurpose content, you know, whether you're a podcaster or a brand or what have you. Also, there might be topics that you're really interested in, but you can't listen to at that time. You know, whether you're working or you have other priorities or you want to be more present, you don't want to passively listen while you're doing laundry, but you want to actually like be present and whatever. So, yeah, I think there's definitely value to be saying, OK, recorded rooms that like within your profile that you want to go back to. 
I agree. Well, they're definitely on to something, and I, it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. It has blown up uh, since it was formed back in, I think, the spring of 2020, and uh, I think it already has a valuation over a billion dollars. I know that Twitter has come up with spaces. I believe Facebook has also come up with their version of an audio, a social audio app. So it clearly seems to be a wave of the future, and we just really encourage you guys to jump in and give it a try if you get an invite. I think that with everything that's gone on the last year and a half, humans are craving deeper conversations, less PC, more real, more vulnerable, more empathetic, more respectful, more all of those touchy-feely things. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity to jump into something where you you have the welcoming essence of the clubhouse that is right now to delve in and either listen or participate. I'm very grateful for clubhouse because, you know, especially these couple of months when a lot of my friends and family have had or are having COVID and I'm feeling like I really need to be more like super careful and spend more time alone at home. And I live alone with my dog. Thank God I have my dog. But I mean, I'm on clubhouse connecting with cool women, other filmmakers, people who love to dance. Like I'm just and they're so sweet and kind and supportive and I'm very humbled and and it fills that kind of loneliness for me. It kind of it's just it's become a solution for me in my life. So I'm very grateful for it. And I hope that you, our lovely listeners, will give it a shot. Absolutely. They have really clear etiquette in place. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes all the difference because what you were saying, Vanessa, about having authentic conversations, people are pretty honest and they're spirited in their conversations, but they're very respectful and there's just no, there's zero tolerance for nasty behavior. So I think that's kind of the, the secret to its success too. Absolutely. Well, well, have we covered all of the clubhouse things? I think so. I want to hear what's in the know, flow in the know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to Flo in the Know, coolest news, opinions, and factoids from your friend Flo. And to piggyback on our conversation, I wanted to talk a little bit about the science of audio and live media, why we love hearing each other's voices and hearing these stories, and also why we love things that are live. And you've probably noticed that podcasts are super popular and live streaming video is super popular. In fact, 55% of Americans have listened to a podcast and this was up 51% from 2019. And also live streaming also has the highest rate of engagement of all content types. So I wanted to talk a little bit about these things and I'd love y'all's feedback. Please interject your thoughts and comments because, you know, we have a podcast and it is awesome. And we're wondering, you know, where is Clubhouse going to be taking us? Are we going to be having a group on Clubhouse and directing them to our podcast? And how are listeners going to be experiencing these different types of audio that we love? And I believe that they're going to be in conjunction, supporting each other. And I don't think podcasts are going anywhere. But I think for podcasters and for anyone, going on Clubhouse is going to be an excellent place to have a more interactive discussion about their content, about their subject matter, and broaden the conversation. And live streaming, I think, I'd love to hear what you guys think. I think that it really just captures our human nature for what's new, what's now, like what's happening. It's just in the moment and anything could happen. And it's 
it's always been popular. Like radio's always been popular. Live TV shows have always been popular, like Saturday Night Live and the news and live audio is now becoming a thing. I think it makes sense. I agree with you. I think that anything that's live feels fresh and real, right? Real and authentic. And that's uh, something that just resonates with people. I also feel that podcasts won't go away because I know personally, I have listened to podcasts repeatedly, like the same episode over and over because I want to learn more about the content. Or, I mean, the nice thing about a podcast is that because it is recorded, you can listen to it on your commute and you can finish it up, you know, later on in the day or whatever so that you have that control over it. So I, I really do feel that there's a place for both forms of this medium. I agree, Sue. And I think that there's something to be said for vulnerability with any type of live performance. Coming from a theater and, you know, musical background, performance background, I should say, there's something so unique about live performances. Every performance that you go to see, even if it's the same person, same group, same theater company, you're going to get a different experience. There's something about live that just you know, gets me here in my chest, in my heart. It's connection with other humans in the moment, which you don't have with a recording so much, exactly. right? Because it's more one way, but but when it's live, you're together. Mm-hmm. And we all crave that, especially now. And y'all, that's such a great example because there was a huge influx of user growth of Clubhouse when they had a live Lion King production on Clubhouse yes. in, I believe, late December, early January. No, early January. I think that was a huge inflection point for them. I missed it, but I bet it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so funny because the more things change, the more they stay the same, I feel like. And for all the amazing bells and whistles and technologies that we have now and, and virtual reality and augmented reality and things that can, you know, take the digital world and, and either suck you into it or place it over the real world. I think that at the end of the day, we're flesh and blood humans and we want to be connected to another flesh and blood human. And to do that through voice, as we said earlier, through the intimacy of a conversation uh, is irreplaceable. I don't think you can replace us. Nope. Back to basics, guys. Back to basics. I loved reading about like articles that you might read online and then having different conversations from potentially uh, people that you look up to that are, you know, like journalists that are having conversations with each other about the article that you're reading that you can listen to either while you're reading or afterward, you know, and you're like, it's just food for thought because you could read it and have one interpretation of it. But then you hear another person's perspective. You're like, I never thought of it that way. You're they're right. Oh, my goodness. Great point. So I love that piece of it. And Mm -hmm. also as a reviewer, a commenter, I mean, I think of also when Yelp came out, right? Like restaurants, like any type of service business, it changed the way they did business because that could either make you or break you. So now take written and put that audio on top of it. That's going to change the way people do business and any type of like service or product. Like you're going to have people's voices that Again, it's not what you say or read, it's how you say it and read it. (laughs) So if you have that passion behind it and you have a lot of commenters that are leaving their voice on there and that are really enthusiastic about your product or that really think your product sucks or your service sucks or your service is great, like that is going to really, I think, impact people in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. And one thing I do want to bring up is the audio quality. I think that one thing that could be improved is potentially hardware add-on for Clubhouse so that especially when there's something musical like the Lion King going on or jazz or any sort of audio that you really want to hear in a crisp way, I think some microphone hardware would be pretty cool to level up the the Clubhouse experience. Um, That is one thing that podcasts do have 
over Clubhouse at the moment is a higher audio quality. So yeah, I just wanted to chat a little bit about those concepts. And I think it's been fun hearing y'all's opinions on, I mean, basically we all agree that Clubhouse isn't going anywhere or platforms like it. And it's really the first breakout product for social interactive audio. And it's going to be, I think, a great compliment for podcasters and other folks in the audio space like ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, Flo, share with us some of the things that you're hoping to cover in your segment. I am planning to cover a lot of things about the brain and how it affects how we're interacting with the world. I'm also interested in anything environmental or um, sustainability, renewable energy, carbon capture, thinking Elon Musk. Awesome. Well, guys, this has been a great episode of We Get Real AF. And uh, I would just say, keep your ear out for uh, We Get Real AF topics on Clubhouse, because that's something that we're wanting to integrate for this lovely conversation. We want to hear from you. We've been wanting to engage with you guys more. So this is uh, an opportunity to do that. Um, So hopefully you'll you'll see us in there. And if, if you do, follow us and DM us and connect with us. It's an awesome platform. The best way to get to know it is just to get in there and check it out. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good. Please help us spread the WeGraph mission of supporting women and girls in emerging tech and science. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at WeGetRealAF. And visit our website at www.WeGetRealAF.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. And we want to give a special thanks to Florence Lumsden, our associate producer for the We Get Real AF podcast. You can find Flo on LinkedIn at Florence Lumsden, L-U-M-S-D-E-N, or at her website, danceandflowproductions.com. That's D-A-N-C-I-N-F-L-O Productions. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.